Welcome, everybody, and thanks for joining us on episode 72 of Health Talk with Dr. Kell. I'm Nikki Sterner, and today we're in part three of a series that dives into why can't I lose weight? What's my body type? In part one, podcast 70, we discussed the three different body types, ectomorph, mesomorph, and endomorph. In part two, podcast 71, we discussed how to determine which body type you are and how to train and eat for your body type. This week, we're going to discuss body types according to the four organ systems of the body. The adrenal body type is the most common, and it has a sagging belly, buffalo hump on the back, and a rounded face. Excess cortisol is the cause of most of the issues. The thyroid body type gains weight all over, has hair loss and loose skin, outside eyebrows falling out, dry skin, and they crave alcohol, bread, pancakes, and waffles. Too much estrogen, heavy periods, the environment, or a lack of digestive gallbladder release may be the culprits. Welcome everybody to Health Talk with Dr. Kell. I'm Nikki Sterner, and today we are on podcast number 72. Why can't I lose weight? What's my body type? Part three. Uh, welcome, Dr. Kell. Thanks, Nikki. Hi, everybody. Cool series. I'm excited to jump into this last part. Or I don't know if it's the last part or not, actually. Yeah, it's been a good one. Well, we're gonna we're gonna continue on for several podcasts about why can't I lose weight? Such a huge topic. We'll do yes. several. Yes. Before we do that, let's get into the quotes. And the first one is, we've been keeping it light and kind of funny. So, yesterday I wore something from five years ago, and it actually fit so proud of myself it was a scarf but still let's be positive <laughs> here <laughs> okay good one and the next one is your diet is a bank account good food choices are good investments oh that's by bethany frankel that's funny i didn't know that was by her i like that yeah and you and you are an investment right I mean, you are think, people don't think about it that way they you know fast food they everybody thinks it's cheap but it really isn't. It's a quite expensive. When it trashes your body, it can become very expensive. Medical bills are huge, and uh, even if you even if you've got health insurance, ridiculous copays and and deductibles and all that stuff, you keep yourself healthy, eat right, and do all the right stuff, exercise, etc. It's 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 all an investment in, in long-term life and and uh, good health. That's true. That's totally true. So okay, I'm excited to get into today's. Stuff, All right. You were telling a little bit yeah. about it last week. Well, you, can you do a recap on the first two for us real quick? And then yeah. we'll get into part three. Okay. So we talked about ectomorph, mesomorph, and endomorph for body shapes and body types. So the ectomorph is like the slender, thin, fast metabolism, uh, less muscle and fat. Um, for ectomorphs, we talked about like how to train and eat for that body type. So they eat... Uh, oh, sorry, ectomorph is, they can have high-quality carbs, healthy fats and proteins, nutrient-dense. Um, they can do more endurance cardio. You can add hills and incline. You can strength train three times a week is good for that to help build muscle because they don't naturally have a lot of muscle. Um, and then the next type was mesomorph, which is athletics, squared shoulders. They gain muscle easily. They have an efficient metabolism. And then... Um, Mesomorph, for diet, it's more moderate, healthy carbs, 
good fats and protein, kind of a balanced diet um, for repair. The protein is for repairing their muscles because they build muscle easily. If you do like 40% carb, 30% protein, 30% fat, that's kind of like the zone diet is, is typical for them. It's good. Moderate endurance and high intensity interval training, medium weights, Pilates and yoga is good for them. Lighter weights, more reps. Um, and then the third type is endomorph, which is considered shapely. They gain body fat more easily. They have medium to large joints, a lower metabolism. And for the endomorphs, for training and eating, they t they do well with a low-carb, nutrient-dense uh, diet. Cardio exercise, high-intensity exercise is better for them. It, they do well if they increase their activity, even while they're not exercising. So walking around or um, that sort of thing, moderate, uh, moderate activity is very helpful and beneficial. What I thought was interesting when you um, talked about how to determine what body type you are, one of the things was if you go on vacation and you don't gain any weight at all, you're more likely an ectomorph, which is the thin, you know, thin type. If you go on vacation and you gain a little bit of weight and then you lose those few pounds quickly when you get back, you're more the mesomorph, which is like the athletic, gain muscle, efficient metabolism person. If you're an endomorph, you struggle to lose the weight. If you go on vacation, you gain weight and then it's hard to lose those few pounds. Um, so I thought that was really interesting. And, and, uh, but and what, uh, what do you tend to do on vacation that you don't normally do? Um, eat more? Eat more and eat more junk. Eat more junk. Yeah, because you don't have your healthy foods. or It's harder to find those healthy Always eating out, foods. going to the fast food restaurants, et cetera, right? Right, right. So those are, that's my notes from what I got, uh, my main things, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, that's a good breakdown. That's a good, uh, a good overview. Uh, go back, though, and everybody check those previous podcasts out, uh, number 70 and 71. It'll give you a whole lot more detail, but that was a good breakdown to lead us into what we're talking about now. And what that is, again, continuing on the body type information, but we're taking it a little more in depth. There's a chiropractor by the name of Dr. Berg, who also has a YouTube channel and uh, uh, talks a lot about dieting. He's kind of into the keto diets, though I like his uh, explanation here that we're going to get in into about body types and things you can do for those body types not big on the keto diet it's high fat adding a lot of fat to your diet and, and doing things like that long term don't agree with but anyway uh, I, I do like the way he analyzes things and and uh, you know you can go in and, and find him and listen to him as well you'll find a lot of good stuff there uh, but I don't recommend anybody go on extreme diets I suppose like we talked about the endomorph tends to uh, lose a lot of weight faster when they're doing a either a high protein low carb diet or a high f fat or keto type uh, low low carb diet uh, you can drop pounds much quicker but to stay on those diets long term can be very detrimental to your system anyway mm -hmm. going into this he uh, you know we talked about the ectomorph being the skinny person the mesomorph being that more typically a well-rounded type person physically and and the endomorph being the one tends to be overweight easily and have a harder time losing weight. Well, he goes into actually organ systems of the body and how those organ systems, how they affect hormone function and all that, uh, actually categorize people into ways that they can better help themselves with improving their overall health as well as figuring out uh, 
if one organ such as the adrenal glands isn't functioning well, you may tend to store fat in one part of your body instead of another. A thyroid person will tend to store fat differently than a, an adrenal type body or an ovarian or a liver dysfunction type body. So we'll get more into that. Very interesting stuff. We'll talk first about the adrenal body type. Okay, I'm okay. just going to read some of the stuff here that he mentions that find interesting and then go ahead Nikki at the end comment in any way you'd like to see. This is the most common. So an adrenal type body is considered the most common according to Dr. Berg. Uh, has a sagging belly and might have a buffalo hump on their back. You know that hump that kind of develops on the back and a rounded face. They think they need to do more sit-ups but millions of sit-ups won't get rid of the belly because it is a hormone that is causing it called cortisol. And we're going to mm. cover cortisol here in future podcasts coming up after, after this. But uh, So stay tuned for the cortisol information. And it's called 10 Ways to Lower Your Cortisol Levels. So mm. cortisol comes from the adrenal glands. And that's where uh, you take on the cortisol and you tend to, to store that fat around your belly. Cortisol does benefit us in many ways. You know, there's a reason we store fat. I, if you want to look at it, I'm not so big on evolution but if you think about the way the world has worked i think man has progressed over the years so if there was a time in history where man was living off the land before all the modern ways of live we do and in smaller groups and communities maybe ate sporadically it was important in those days if you went for times of fasting where you, you went for days without eating or had to forage for food storing like the chipmunk or squirrel that, that stores nuts or, or the bear that maybe bear a better example where he eats, a, you know, they eat a whole bunch of food all summer long and store enough fat to where they can survive the winter without eating and, mm -hmm. uh, and slowly live off the fat that's on their body. So cortisol does have some benefits. But anyway, he says here, cortisol, a destructive hormone, is eating up the protein in the legs and the butt and putting it into the stomach as fat. So he's claiming part of the science besides sort of cortisol, excessive amounts of cortisol, actually cause the, the depletion of protein and then you, it, the body transforms that protein and stores it in the form of fat in your belly and, and that conclusion or that science also the studies have been done to show that's true. Think about it, you, you see a person with really a big sagging fat around their belly, uh, they tend to have uh, thinner legs and a flatter butt. Uh, see, this type should not be exercising because they are in stress mode. So interesting to know that that type of a person needs to limit their exercise at least initially until they get their adrenal glands functioning properly. So mm. an adrenal, a person who, if you can look at one of those people and tell, and this is my observation, not Dr. Berg's, though he may discuss this in, in other uh, literature that he has is that person's a stressed out person. Whether you can see it outwardly that they're stressed out, the simple fact that their body is in overload mode with their adrenal glands means that they're stressed. They're really stressed out. I want you to take your hands, and we've done this with you before, uh, rub your hands along the sides of your upper thigh, on the outside of your upper thigh. Does it hurt if you push in and rub on, on your leg as you go yeah. up? Does it hurt? That's, yeah. that, that's a sign that your adrenal glands may, may not be fully functioning as well as they could be. The, uh, uh, and a person who has the adrenal body type will be very sore there. 
and mm -hmm. one of the supplements that I know you take consistently and I take as well because it's just great to take because it's healthy and good for the adrenal glands, but that's one of the things we almost always put people on if they've got adrenal dysfunction, and that's called Drenamin from Standard Process. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we always uh, really talk up the Standard Process supplements because they're all whole food supplements. They're organic. They, you know, they, they grow all their own foods and process them that way. They, they get... Uh, all the different good stuff from around the world and from very healthy places and nothing synthetic about them. So Duranamin is one of those things that once again, we don't suggest if you see yourself as an adrenal body type, don't just go start taking Duranamin. Uh, first get an evaluation to cover what you really need because there are advanced, other advanced stuff uh, from standard process that uh, besides Duranamin that, you know, some people come in and they're just in terrible shape and they need more than that. So. Mm. More specific. Um, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say more specific yeah, supplements. Yeah, more specific yeah. things and a combination of supplements to help them. And, you know, I, I still, from my perspective, light exercise is good for anybody no matter what. You know, and yeah. an adrenal body type person, I would still tell to get out and walk. Get out and walk. Because you, you want that blood moving through your body. You want uh, everything. Uh, it just keeps us healthier. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Let's see, adrenal body type will crave chocolate, salt, and crunchy, cheesy things. Huh. They will have sinus problems and allergies. They can't absorb calcium, so they get tight calves and tight shoulders. Okay, oh very good. Wait, say that again. Okay, they yeah. crave chocolate. The adrenal body salt. type will crave chocolate, salt, and crunchy, cheesy things. They will have sinus problems and allergies. They can't absorb calcium, so they get tight calves and tight shoulders. So Can't absorb calcium? Yeah, they have dif difficulty absorbing calcium. So they have tight calves and shoulders? Yeah, which would tell, tell me their, their gut floor is way off. They got, they got gut problems along with the adrenal problems. Uh, so they, they, they need to fix the gut, probably suffering from leaky gut syndrome as well probably have bowel issues along with all that and uh, uh, maybe a irritable bowel syndrome is tied to that the problem with absorbing calcium is their gut gut floor problems etc so they tend because they're low in calcium they tend to be prone to uh, calf and thigh cramps uh, as as well as tight shoulders shoulders are always hurtful and painful hmm. so um, I'm guessing, and if I don't remember right, when you came into us, you had some of those issues going on too. Maybe not to the yep. extreme of others. It's not like it's not like you ever had an adrenal belly, but you had some no. of the other symptoms to say maybe your cortisol levels were above normal, and maybe they still tend to be so. You know, you were exposed to mold and and other things throughout your life, and have done probably some some damage that uh, you just need to keep. Yeah. aware and, and watchful for the rest of your life because of those kinds of things. Yep. Right? Yep. Okay, yep. Here, here he talks about where does the calcium go? The calcium goes on top of the knees as arthritis or fibromyalgia, which is pain over all over. Adrenal body types have old injuries that are stiff. Their flexibility and posture go down. What I recommend is getting sleep and do not go on a low-protein diet. Eat a little protein with each meal. They should also add foods with potassium to get the adrenals recharged. 
So increase your potassium levels. There's where we're going beyond the ecto, meso, and endomorph here and getting more detailed into direct issues that different organs in your body dysfunction so that adrenal type is as far as uh, getting their adrenal glands working and functioning better. And as they do that, uh, you know, they could be described as, a, as an endomorph quite easily because they're, they've got big, big round bellies and a lot of skin hanging. Uh, mm. And so any questions, comments about that? No, that was super interesting. I mean, I'm a lot of that related to me, the fibromyalgia. What was the, the calcium on top of the Cal knees? Cal calcium, well, what he's saying there is that calcium tends to deposit around your joints. And why, why is that happening? Uh, what's going on when people develop osteoarthritis, and that's the most common form of arthritis, you have instability taking place around the joints and the muscles that surround the joints. And basically what he's saying here is you're getting atrophy of your muscles in your lower limbs due to the excess cortisol. Cortisol is what wakes us up in the morning. When we go to sleep at night and it gets dark, we produce uh, melatonin. And that helps relax us, and that's what helps us go to sleep. That's why melatonin is give, being given a lot to people to help them go to sleep, which I don't recommend because then your body stops producing it or lowers it. I mean, we've, we've done podcasts in the past on melatonin. Go look those up if you want more detail or Google it. Point being, cortisol raises naturally in the morning when it becomes light outside. Part of what wakes you up and gets you going in the morning. Well, another function of cortisol is when you eat food and you eat more calories than you're burning, it takes those calories and part of the process of storing them as fat in your body. Well, guess what? If, if you have an overactive adrenal gland and your adrenal glands aren't functioning properly, your adrenal gland, by the way, sits on top of your kidneys and uh, releases those hormones partially to help kidney function and moderate uh, function in your brain and with your hypothalamus, pituitary gland, etc. Many things involved there. But if you have excess production of cortisol, a lot of cortisol in your body is telling your body to store fat. So guess what? If you haven't had the calories to store the fat, uh, if you're not eating enough calories to use up the cortisol and storing of fat, the cortisol still is present. Well, the cortisol is telling your body to store fat. Well, so guess what? It goes to your muscles and starts depleting, degrading, or basically breaking down your protein because it, it's telling the body to store fat. So by having excess cortisol, you're starting the body to store fat. The, the muscles themselves are getting smaller because of that, because they're breaking down. Guess what? Your muscles then become weaker, and then that weakening of the muscle causes instability of the joints. Well, the body will lay down calcium because that's what your bones are made of. Because of the instability, it tells the body, based on where the pressure is in a joint, to lay down more calcium because it wants to stabilize the joint. It's getting kind of detailed here. But mm. so it starts laying the protein, more calcium down in the joint itself, which leads to excess production of calcium in the joint, which causes dysfunction of the joint. And then that laying down of that calcium is called osteoarthritis. And you begin to see little, uh, what are called osteophytes or little outgrowths of calcium. It happens all over the body, very common in the neck, very common in the low back, in the hips, in the knees. That's why so many hip and, and knee uh, replacements. Wow, that's great.
Okay. Let's go on to the next one. This may be two podcasts yeah. as well. <laughs> okay. <Yep. laughs> okay, let's get through thyroid body type and then we'll uh, save okay. the last two for next time. Thyroid okay. body type. This body type has weight all over. Hair loss, loose skin, and outside eyebrows falling out. So these Wait, are say those again. Okay. Weight all, didn't weight we, all over. Let, hair let, loss. Let's go through the whole list. We didn't actually get through the whole list. There's several things. This body type has weight all over. Hair loss, loose skin, outside eyebrows falling out. So on the outside edges of your eyebrows, you start losing the eyebrow hairs. Hmm. Dry skin, thinning of the hair, crave alcohol, bread, pancakes, waffles, and crackers. There's that list. Let's see, if you have been diagnosed with a thyroid problem and the doctor gives you thyroid hormones and you don't get better or lose weight, that's a secondary problem. If you are diagnosed with a problem and the doctor gives you something for it, you should get better. So he's basically saying there's more going on if the medication doesn't work. A primary thyroid condition can come from too much estrogen, heavy periods, the environment, which is what you had issues with, lack of digestive gallbladder release. So your, your gallbladder releases uh, uh, things like lipase and other substances which digest your proteins and your fats. So if you're not getting those fats released from your gallbladder, you're not, not digesting your proteins and fats, that can lead to a reduction of the function of your thyroid. Okay. Mm -hmm. If your liver is not doing well and you do not have enough bile, then you can't convert T4 to T3. You, you won't have that converting activating hormones. Uh, you won't, those, those hormones convert. So T4 and T3 are, are hormones and one converts to the other. Bile is significant in that conversion process, maybe a little too detailed for our listeners. But the point is that... Uh, as I already said, uh, that is so important for the uh, process and function of your thyroid because you got to have that conversion for your liver and your gallbladder to function, which is so important for the function of your thyroid. Mm -hmm. If there's a problem there, you won't <clears throat> get the conversion and then you don't fix that problem. The thyroid never gets fixed, essentially, is what he's saying. See, high estrogen causes conversion issues from the gallbladder and high stress from the adrenal glands which is considered a problem, an autoimmune problem, uh, which is prevalent throughout our society today. Autoimmunity is big, 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 big. It's, it tends to all lead back to this same problem, function of your gut, function of your thyroid, function of your liver, on and on and on. Let's see, last comments here on what he says is, these are the things to ask your doctor. Thyroid issues can come from the adrenals. So adrenal problems can then lead to thyroid problems. We uh, will stop there and we'll discuss in the ne next podcast so basically we're going to do a part four of what body type are you and uh, <laughs> in that one we will discuss liver body type and ovary body type and then do a full recap of all we've discussed on all four um, any questions comments i wonder if you can be like more than one type oh yes definitely can be overlapping mm, okay yeah that was interesting but uh, what, keep, keep part yourself? What, what's that? Do you find yourself either one of those, adrenal or thyroid? Oh, I think I definitely have some 
mild adrenal issues, mm-hmm. which I think tend to be common in the mesomorph as well, but more mm-hmm. common in the endomorph. And more mm-hmm. common later in life. These are things that tend to develop in people after years of eating poorly, not your body not getting its all of its nutrients that it needs on a long-term basis. You know, this this uh, adrenal-type body that he talks about, the fat hanging over your body, you know, people aren't born with that. People don't tend to have, you don't tend to see that in people in their 20s. Although more and more you're seeing it in kids. Um, you know, you, you can see some kids that are excessively overweight, and typically if you see that in a kid, you'll see it in the whole family. It's just the whole family is obviously living off a lot of processed foods. Yeah. And so it, uh, yeah. but it tends to be seen more in older women who tend to, once they hit their 40s and 50s, it's much more common and much more obvious because yeah. it takes, you know, having excessive cortisol levels in your body uh, for it to deplete, you know, you see the skinny legs, uh, but the big belly and the hanging hanging fat uh, tends to be more prevalent in an older person. And, mm-hmm. and again, with the thyroid, though the, though the thyroid body, again, tends to be come on in older people. And once again, it's all about improper diet and years of improper diet. And then it takes priority. So in some people, the adrenal glands tend to be the biggest problem. In other people, the thyroid tends to shut down. But it, according to Dr. Berg and other scientific studies, we're finding that the adrenal glands dis- dysfunction. So for instance, in, in someone who has the adrenal body, they probably got the thyroid problem as well. Mm-hmm. For someone who uh, has a mild adrenal problem and lasting over years, could then eventually develop a thyroid issue, or they may have a thyroid issue. They could have both a mild thyroid as well as a mild adrenal issue as well. Um, I would tend to believe that you would see probably more an overall as the adrenal your thyroid body which is more the overall overweight person Mm -hmm. Uh, but you look for the combination of other symptoms like hair loss loose skin eyebrow edge of the eyebrows hairs falling out dry skin thinning of the hair Uh, so you know i notice as people get older as men get older i mean my hair seems to me a little thinner than it used to be so it that's a signal to me that not only might I have some mild adrenal issues, but I also could have some mild thyroid issues as well. So mm-hmm. These, mm-hmm. doing these podcasts for both you and me, I think, have been beneficial because it's keyed us into our own. Is that uh, uh, may be mild, but it's a signal that there's something there and should do some improvements as well. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, it's funny to hear all the different symptoms because it's like, oh, check, check. No, yes, yes, no. I'm sure our listeners are doing the same thing. Yeah, and and this is a triage-type perspective in the sense that how bad am I? Do I have some of these symptoms? Yeah, maybe I have 10, 15 symptoms and I got one or two or three. Well, that means I've got some mild stuff going on and and maybe I need to consider making some improvements. If, If I got eight out of the 10 or 15 then I know I'm I'm at moderate levels and I really need to make some changes and make them quickly. Uh, if I've got them all or, or 90% of them, uh, I'm in emergency mode and I really need to make some major changes and make them now and, and go see somebody 
because I'm on a real downward spiral. Good information. Wow. Good job, Dr. Cal. Thank you. Thank you, Nikki. And thanks for everybody for listening, and we'll see you next week. Sounds great. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. I guess we won't see them, will we? But at least we'll talk to them. Okay. Soon enough, we'll see them. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Okay, bye-bye. For questions or comments, please email us at healthtalkwithdrkell at gmail.com. That's D-R-K-E-L-L at gmail.com. You'll find the lowest prices on standard process whole food supplements at holistichealth.standardprocess.com. As always, we recommend you seek nutritional advice from a qualified healthcare professional before starting a supplement program. And for natural and organic health and hygiene products, see our sponsor's website at oceanbaynaturals.com. While we make every effort to broadcast correct information, we are still learning. We will double check all facts, but realize that medicine is a constantly changing science and art. One doctor may have a different way of doing things from another. We are simply presenting our views on how to live a healthy lifestyle that will be as evidence-based as possible. We welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. We take no money from drug or device companies. By listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this podcast as medical advice to treat any medical condition in either yourself or others, including but not limited to patients that you are treating. Consult your own physician for any medical issues that you may be having. This entire disclaimer also applies to any guests or contributors to the podcast. Under no circumstances shall Dr. Kel Fullerton or any guests or any contributors to the podcast or any employees, associates, or affiliates of Dr. Kel Fullerton be responsible for damages arising from use of this podcast. This blog should not be used in any legal capacity whatsoever, including but not limited to establishing standard of care in a legal sense or as a basis of expert witness testimony. No guarantee is given regarding the accuracy of any statements or opinions made on this podcast. Our website, blog, and podcasts are all HIPAA compliant. While you may give your email address to subscribe to the website posts or to post information on the website blog, we will never share your email address or contact information with any third parties without your explicit permission. The contents of Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast and the show notes are all copyrighted. All blog posts, podcasts, and show notes that are distributed to the public for free can be redistributed via hard copy or electronic copy for free only if Health Talk with Dr. Kell is included as the acknowledged author within the actual media that is being redistributed. The Health Talk with Dr. Kell podcast is a production of The Orange Stack with executive producers Dr. Kell Fullerton and Eric Hammond and hosts Nikki Sterling.